Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, everyone. Here we go again. Hi, Lauren. Hey, Care. Hey. <laughs> So we're going to kind of go along the same vein that we went yes. on in a previous episode where you interviewed me about films, mm-hmm. yeah. and we're kind of mimicking another podcast called Films to be Buried With, with uh, Brett Goldstein, and tonight, I am today, tonight, whenever you're listening, I always say tonight, <laughs> but whenever you are listening to this, I'm going to be interviewing Lauren. Yes. And we're going to get on through that. But before we start the real fun, (laughs) let's talk about this drink. Ah, We're not going to have beer tonight, you guys. We're going to drink a special drink of Lauren's choice. Yeah, so last time, Kara introduced me to gin and tonics. Mm -hmm. And tonight, I made old fashions. So this is mostly bourbon and bitters Uh and some simple syrup and... A little bit of orange, like literally just like a, like you shave an orange over it. Just a little hint. It's not ah, much orange. So no orange okay, juice. Okay. An actual orange. Um, and then the good cherries, the Lizardo cherries. Ah, oh, Luxardo You, you got to have them. My husband yeah. one time asked me permission to buy these cherries. Oh. And I didn't know what they were at the time. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, I'm going to buy Because they're these. an obscene amount of, amount of money for cherries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy these cherries. They're very expensive. Mm-hmm. And so because I have absolutely no concept <laughs> for what very expensive cherries, I was like, what are they, like $80 or something? Like, no, why are we, yeah. you don't have to ask yeah, my permission to, to buy, buy cherries. cherries. Fair. And, and he was like, no, 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 no. And and I was, so now, obviously, occasionally a new little jar of mm-hmm. these cherries will show up. up. Yep. So I think that I realized I made like a blanket permission ah to continue replenishing the cherries is absolutely fine yeah because i definitely the, see the benefit right of them. yeah in in drinks you can't like when we if we go to a bar or something and they have like just maraschino cherries i'm just like oh no oh. no 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 mm. no that shows me the caliber of bar that you are that so, is 100 percent accurate right? though yeah. isn't it i yes. mean so it's the good cherries so anyway so this is what me and my husband drink frequently or variations of it so we have other liqueurs that sometimes we mix in for a little different flavor i had made peach cobbler the one day and made my own peach flavored simple syrup and used that for a little while so anyways we we drink a lot of whiskey in this house so we need whiskey drinks there you go right so that's what we're drinking tonight let's do this let's give it a smells like bourbon Also tastes like bourbon. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, though, this is good. Right? It's smooth. All these flavors that you combined really smooth out the... Right? I don't even want to use the word harshness of bourbon. Sure, but, but the, the shock little burn, that you initially yeah. get from something like yes. bourbon 
is very mellowed out mm-hmm. by all these amazing flavors that I are really mixed like. Here. A lot of people that drink bourbon like just mm-hmm. drink it straight, or you know, they drink it neat. And to me, it's fine. Like I'll I will sample them, but like. I enjoy the flavor with a drink because it gives you the different... Like, we've got a ton of whiskeys, and I'm sure I would get totally yelled at for all of the high-end whiskeys that I mix. But you know what? It's my whiskey. I don't care. So... Uh, yeah. It's your property now. You get to do yeah, what you want exactly. with it. You could so. clean the basement floor with it if you so I choose. Mean, I, true. I, I wouldn't. But I could. Actually, somebody dropped a bottle of High West rye and oh. pretty much did clean the floor with it. Not on purpose but oh that is it sadly happened sad it was sad at least it wasn't like i don't know whatever else i wonder if there's a way to like baby proof alcohol you know you get like little styrofoam like bumpers for the bottles funny yeah Yeah, this was a 38 year old adult so (laughs) parenting by the pint trademarks there you go bourbon bottle baby bumper bourbon bottle baby bumper holy cow Oof. Say that ten times fast. Well, I think we just got our episode name. <laughs> no, we definitely have to reference oh, I film, like that. but I like it. <laughs> I like it too. All right. So, anyways, oh, we're gonna man. drink old fashions, and you're gonna interview me, and we're gonna yeah. talk about films. Yeah. So, uh, we've been talking for almost five minutes. Oh my gosh. And I've realized that there was something I didn't tell you. Oh no. I'm sorry. Okay. I should have said it right away, and I didn't. Okay. And I'm really sorry, All but. Right. You died. Oh, no. I'm really sorry. I'm going to miss you, man. I mean, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to do this podcast alone? From I'm going to haunt you. That's all. It'll be fine. We'll that figure might it be out. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Would you sit with me while I drink? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. You. I died. So I'm tragic. so sorry, but you have died. Okay. And I just, I, I'm going to have to ask you, how did you die? So I was I was thinking about this and I was reading a book and I liked part of the book. I died in a tragic train accident in Paris. Ooh. Yeah. Except for in the book she fakes her death. But I thought Is it like the underground or is it like, you know, it's a high speed train. Transcontinental high speed. Above Ooh. ground. Oof. Sounds like kind of a brutal way to go. Yeah, but pretty high speed. Pretty much Maybe you die kinda instant. pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. Okay. So All right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that. to lose you. I, yes. But. I went on. At least it was f- I went quick. out on an adventure. Yeah. Yes, quickly. plus you were in Paris. That's so. nice. I'm sure that yeah. was, that you were having a lovely exactly. time up until yes. the moment up of until your death. until then. So that's. So. That's a comfort. All right. So now that, now that now you've that I'm died. Dead, Yes. We are going to learn about your life through film. And Fantastic. the first thing that I want to know is what's the first film that you remember seeing? So I have never ironically been very much of a film buff. Like okay. I don't and I I don't watch like there's so many movies that my husband will reference and I'll be like, never seen it, never seen it, never seen it. And he's like, These are classic movies and I'm like, never seen it. Um and I, I don't know. I think I always just read books instead of watching movies. Sure. So as a kid, like, I remember at some point seeing, like, all of the requisite Disney movies and things like that. But the first movie I remember seeing in a movie theater was the original Jurassic Park. What? Yes. Sorry. And I only remember it because I fell asleep in the theater. Oh, my goodness, Lauren. Yeah. That, we're not going to do the rest of this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
The f- wow. You yeah. fell asleep during Jurassic yes. Park? Yes. That's insane. I did. How did you do that? Official fell asleep in the movie theater watching Jurassic Park for the first time. Yes. I don't wow. know. I clearly didn't like it. And now, ironically, my kids are obsessed with all of the Jurassic World I mean, movies. Like, obsessed. It's because they were yeah. good. I mean, so. especially the first one. Right? Yeah. So. Do you find it dull even now? No, not. Or was that, it just kind of like a happenstance? I think I just wasn't interested at the okay. time. And it just didn't pique my interest. So okay. I just, yeah. So just that was like the it. first time. And I think that there's a lot of things that I don't have vivid memories of as a kid that I don't ne- didn't necessarily enjoy. And I think movies just wasn't really something that I did often. Sure. So um, I'd remember books that I read as like a fourth grader, but I don't remember like movies that I watched. Wow. So um, just, yeah. But yeah, I'll watch it now. But I distinctly remember that movie theater experience do you remember what part of the movie you fell asleep during no I okay <laughs> i know you were like first movie i saw in the theater and then i'm asking you a specific question asleep. about it i can't even tell you what happens in follow that bird which was mm-hmm. my answer to this sure. question yes except for i know he like travels across the country and i think at one point his feathers all turn blue yeah, I mean, I remember, I know I, I've seen that movie. I've seen like a million and 12 Disney movies. Like, sure. I remember yeah. watching movies as a kid, but I don't remember going to movies very often. Okay, okay. So, see, in my family, that was pretty regular, yeah. was the Saturday movie. And I yeah. think it's because my dad was super into movies. Mm, like, even at home, I remember yeah. in his free time, and mm-hmm. even to this day, yeah. he pretty actively watches film. Yeah, my parents don't really. Hmm. That not. Not on a regular basis. So hmm. we have some, but like we just never, yeah, it was just never big on our thing. So that's, that's yeah. totally reasonable. So yeah, so that was the first time movie theater experience that I recall. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, I want to say, well, it was a good movie, but it clearly that <laughs> was not your opinion of it yeah, at, at the, the time. time. <laughs> so, okay, let's switch gears. Yes. Let's move on from that good plan uh what is the film that scared you the most so at the time that i saw it the exorcist scared me the most yeah and i think that part of it was like and it was made in the 70s but like when i saw it you know ouija boards had come back into like popularity and we had one i remember all of that like little voodoo ritual randomness Mm -hmm. that was when we were kind of seances were like becoming like a thing and the ouija board and all of that came like back into popularity Mm -hmm. and like that was you know part of the premise of that movie sure um and i think like so i do like horror movies like they're not my first pick. Usually I would pick like a comedy or something like that. But um, I don't dislike them. So mm-hmm. I've definitely seen quite a few horror movies over the years. But there's so many that are more like slasher movies or like, um, you know, crazy people or things like that. And those things like the psychological thrillers like Saw and all of those, like those don't scare me. Sure. They're puzzles. Yeah. Um, the things that scare me are like The Exorcist or... Another one that um, I saw was The Omen, which oh, was yeah. from the not the new, not the 2006 one, the 1970s one. Okay. Um, with the adopted devil child and creepy dog and crazy nanny. I don't know what it is about kids in horror movies, but 
it scares it's the kids, me the right? most, right? Yes. Children are scary yes. by nature, you guys. And then they're possessed or they're like, can things that you can't control is the scary part to me. Yes. The unknown, the unexpected, the can't control. Well, the supernatural so, yes. is yeah, a big thing exactly, for which, me. Which, I'm... That yeah. scares me the most. Like, there are people mm-hmm. who think that, like, like messed up things scare them. Like, disturbing things. It's not that. Uh, there are people who, like, the, mm-hmm. the killer, the serial yeah, killer, or like the, the crazy guy. The jump out at you. The like, jump scare stuff. None of that to me. It's all about the, like, things you cannot see and cannot control. Yeah. Or, or unknown. Explain. Can't explain. Yeah. And so all of those. So, like, the exorcist, the omen. Those, like, yeah. demon, can't explain, possession, that scared the crap out of me. So, <laughs> and even still, like, that stuff creeps me out far more than any of the other, like, um, you know, newer, just, like, sc- like jump out scary or I, the gory stuff. None of that's, sc- it's not scary. Like, as my seven-year-old says to me, it's all just pretend, Mom. Um, right. But, like, you know, so, yeah. So, The Exorcist was the first one and The Omen kind of go hand-in-hand similar kind of ideas those things scared me that's yeah. good that's well not good but i <laughs> agree with you uh yeah. you know i would go the same way yeah I would, that would ha- be how i mm-hmm. would feel and i generally feel that way about horror films as well yeah yeah definitely that so so okay so that's scary <laughs> what's sad what makes you what made you cry the most do you cry from movies is that you know you mentioned that you you are an angry crier. I am cry not a mad. sad cry. I have never really been a sad crier. I've never really been a crier. I I do if I get really angry. I feel like it's more of an involuntary thing that I just my body cries, and it doesn't happen often. Um, and as I've gotten to be a parent, I feel like I do tear up more when I can relate to like my kids or something happening to a kid or stuff like that um but no I generally am not very much a crier so like you know there's a lot of movies with kids who die like a walk to remember a fault in our stars or even like my girl do you remember that movie like Uh, yeah yes right so like those like make you feel like they make you feel like you're going to cry. I never actually did, but it made me sad, you know. Sure. Um, but one of the movies that really, truly p- kind of like pulled on my heartstrings is The Green Mile. Oh, yeah. So he is like a big, gentle giant. He had developmental disabilities. He was accused of murder. You know, right. that it just like broke my heart watching that yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, even to the end, he's afraid of the dark. So when mm-hmm. he's executed, he doesn't want to wear them. Like, it's just the whole thing that to me was like just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, so that would be a sad one. Now this is, you know, I don't uh, silly, but I didn't particularly like Armageddon and I don't particularly like Aerosmith, but whenever that damn song comes on from that movie, like something just triggers to be sad because I like recall, you know, whatever is Bruce Willis is going to sacrifice himself for whatever. And then the Mm -hmm. song comes on Mm -hmm. and I'm like, it wasn't even that great of a movie. And I don't even really like the song. Yeah. But when you put it together, it just like music is such a trigger for i mean i guess that's like what that. i guess that's what i mean you said you didn't like the film but like i, I guess that's dislike what it makes, i just it was okay <laughs> maybe that's what makes that song powerful yes is 
a song that can evoke emotion mm-hmm. oh, like that is yes. kind of amazing. I you know? agree. But I definitely like do. Re- there's recall there whenever I hear that song, which isn't often nowadays. Mm-hmm. But the last time I heard it, I was like, this really pulls together the story. And it's yes. just listen- hearing that song. So. But that's Green good. Mile was my actual answer. The other rest is just tangent. <laughs> no, that's good though. I like the I like the thought that a song in a film evokes emotion. Right? I, I really mean, that... think they do. Like I we've I think maybe in college there was some sort of class I was in that we would watch a film and with and without the soundtrack mm-hmm. to it. And it's vastly different Absolutely. Absolutely. when you're just watching something, even if it's a silent film, but it has the background music to it, sure. is so much different of an experience than just watching something and not hearing anything in the background. Absolutely. So it adds I think you're totally so much right. to the I mean, I think that's why sometimes, like I mentioned Edgar Wright films mm-hmm. a couple of times in my episode, and a lot of what I think makes his films particularly special for me mm-hmm. is the music. Yeah, that's it's fair. not 100% the case, but some of his films, the music really just takes that film up a notch yeah. for me. No, I totally and get I think that. that's a, you know, I think that's crucial. Mm-hmm. I think movies with good soundtracks, with good songs in them, are automatically a little bit better. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely agree. So I figured I'd add that. Yeah, I like that. That's good. (laughs) Uh, What is the film that isn't critically acclaimed, but you love it? So maybe everybody else, you know, maybe it's a guilty pleasure. Maybe it's, you know, Mm. just something that other people, you know, didn't enjoy. But you just you just like that film. I don't know if many people have seen this film. So I really love the movie The Accountant. Okay. With Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. I've not seen that film. So, so I really, I really enjoy the movie. I, I also really relate to it on a personal level. So um, the main character, Ben Affleck, he's autistic. He's got a super interesting story. Um, you know, most movies right now or TV or anything show only the like exceptional side of the autism spectrum. So everybody's brilliant. Everybody's, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, and he is an accountant. So this does do that to some extent but they also show some of the like sensory issues he has um they show some of the struggles of his childhood um the ending is fantastic you see who um you meet the the voice behind who his assistant is uh and i won't ruin that piece but it shows a different version of people than most other movies do um but anyways, he's essentially a forensic accountant who um, is hired to uncover someone who's embezzling money. He does a lot of work with essentially criminal organizations. Like he's okay. so he's really good at what he does. There's a lot of interesting kind of twists and turns to the story. Um, you know, it's got it's just really interesting. Like, and it's it's got math. It's got violence. It's got uh surprising relationships that you don't learn about kind of until the end but it's a really good movie and cool. i think a lot of people haven't even heard of it or seen it i have um, heard of it but i based have in plainfield illinois it. wow yeah like it's, that's very interesting <laughs> right so um so i really i really like that movie and it's definitely not something that's huh. been critically acclaimed that's at a good all. answer i like that so that's good yeah 
I also, I mean, there's also movies that, like, the other movie that I was contemplating was um, Doctor Strange is, like, my favorite, one of my favorite movies in the Marvel series. Uh-huh. And it's totally underrated compared to all of the I rest of them. I agree 100%. And that's literally, like, one of my favorites. And I I'm think like, why? It, I think it's my seven-year-old's favorite, <laughs> yeah, actually. Why do it, but you don't, that's, like, one of the least ones you really hear or heard, like, yes. you know, excitement about. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But yeah, and when I was reading this question, I was like, there's so many of the opposite, though. There's so many popular movies that I'm like, right. no. I feel that way, too. No, like that list could go on and on and on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't really get, you know. Why? Like some what movies are. What is so are, compelling yeah. about this film? I mean, yeah. I think that there have been, especially more recently, times that films have come out that are what what is considered visually impressive mm, and that I am supposed to give that film a pass on other on elements. the story because it's yeah, pretty to it doesn't look have at. to be plot driven no. because <laughs> it's so cool to you look know, at a movie needs a plot <laughs> and I think that that's I can't do that I care too much about film yeah to allow a film to mm-hmm. give up on the story because it's going to be visually interesting yep. no I definitely agree so but yeah, if you if you want to check out the account, I like. Yeah, that I appreciate your recommendation. Mm-hmm. It sounds good. I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what is the film that you used to love, but you watched it or you watched part of it recently, and you realize that you don't really like it anymore? Maybe it doesn't age well or something like that. This this answer actually made me kind of sad because it's kind of a grouping of movies that I used to love when I was younger. So the first movie that came to mind was Chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. So it's a Kevin Smith movie. Um, you know, actually also has Ben Affleck, which I wasn't thinking about it at the time you have a ben affleck uh, right yeah apparently that's Who so knew? cool if you mention batman later i'm gonna be really excited i mean i i was yeah no it's <laughs> not but um i do like him as batman though moving on uh <laughs> i also do i really like i him know as this batman. is a weird tangent yeah but i actually watched the Zack snyder justice league, justice league yeah. which is it took took me three days to watch okay. it because it's so long and i can only handle so many so much slow walk power ballads before my brain <laughs> shuts off and you know there's so many superheroes in that so there's i mean even yeah. lois lane gets a slow walk power ballad oh, in that geez. movie yikes so uh it takes a while to watch it fair but i'm watching it and i'm thinking about ben affleck and i'm just like dude's a pretty good batman i, really I mean he's like an older him. batman of sure, course but i really like him as batman right? actually he's got the like really dry really serious yes. thing going he's got on the good, he's got the the kind of vibe for it i just Plus he's like a classically attractive man so you yeah. believe that he would be like this wealthy yes you could totally man type you could totally see him in the in that role yeah yeah, yeah. no i like him but anyways yeah. back to other ben so affleck glad movies. to see that ben affleck is turning up a little bit here even if it's in your i don't like like it anymore anymore. so it actually was on tv the other day my husband had it on and i sat down and i was like instead of really enjoying it it just like made me cringy like oh no you know and there's a lot of scenes about like lesbianism and things and very Mm -hmm. just like at the time it was edgy and now i just feel like it's super misinformed and like um and also back then I was like, oh, Holden's an asshole. And now I'm like, they're both jerks. Like, they're oh, both yeah. like, everything about this movie is exactly what you should not do in any relationship ever. Like, um, so it wasn't that it was bad. It was just like, 
it just kind of made me cringe. And I feel like I might feel similarly to a lot of Kevin Smith movies now that I'm older, like Jay and Silent Bob and Clerks and Dogma. Like, all of them. I kind of feel like at the time, in the age we were and kind of in the environment we were in, they were super in and they were edgy and they were cool and everybody loved them. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, they just didn't age well, I think. As I've aged, they didn't age well. Well, and me. I think that, like, for example, if you're talking about movies that we watched in our, like, teenage and young adult years, mm-hmm. that at that time, what you found funny and entertaining is totally mm-hmm. different than Very as a different. much more mature adult. Yes. I mean, we're not just 25 or 30. Yeah, we're you know, old. We're getting to the <laughs> 40s here yes. soon. So, like... Yeah. What uh, what we find funny or entertaining or even what matters to us in our lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, our you values know, in general. Mallrats yeah. is oh, yeah, about Mallrats. I breaking about that up one. and getting back together with your girlfriend. Yeah. And it's just not something that we would Relate take very seriously yeah. because, man, what are they, high school kids? Yeah. And, the mall, and you're sort kids. of just yeah. like, uh, you know, yeah, sometimes you just break up with your boyfriend in high school. Is and that serious? Yeah. Like, and at the time when you're in high school, yeah, it's totally serious. Right. But we're not in that period of yeah. our lives anymore. Yeah. So it was just interesting to kind of yeah. look back on like, I really liked these movies. And now they just, I can't relate to them anymore. So they're not as enjoyable to watch. Sure. So it's not yeah. that they're bad per se. They're just not something that I can really find as much enjoyment as, as I in Maybe as I did, did when originally. I was younger. Yeah. Especially if you think back to how much you probably felt like you liked those exactly. films. Exactly. Yeah. At like the time. me and Brandon watched all of them. Like sure. you know, yeah. and you know, there's still some things that we'll quote from them. Not a ton, but like again, it's just I think that time in our lives is very different. So those are a group of movies that I really enjoyed and we watched regularly. And now they're not something that I really would pick to watch anymore. Yeah. So that sounds good. That's yeah. a good answer as well. I think that makes total sense. Yeah. I think I think saying that films don't age well is unfortunately a very common issue that True. a lot of films have. And I think it comes up maybe slightly more often with like action films where they started using CGI and stuff like that. And you can kind of yeah. see some of the evidence of that. But there's or still you some get... great old movies that like didn't have anything that you can walk look back and be like this was Man, amazing this was for great. the time you right? know like agree so there's some that are you know still still good and then there's some that not so much so but yeah that that happens there was an, another movie i never liked this movie so gone with the wind my mother-in-law it's like her favorite movie on the planet mm-hmm. and i've never liked it but yeah. also that movie right now is like like i mean how could you be any more sexist prejudiced racist like of all things like yeah and not that you should ban it but like you should also recognize when you're watching it like these are not values that you should continue to like so i was a little bit older when i saw that movie and she loved it and she's of the generation that like doesn't probably recognize that there's anything wrong with that way of thinking and we are of the age that we really are like no we are independent women that like you know yeah so that movie was like when i read the question i was like well i never liked it so i can't count it but <laughs> right you didn't used to like that <laughs> didn't movie used to like now it. you don't so like it doesn't it. count but also doesn't it. age well <laughs> so right. but anyways all right let's continue that's, on. <laughs> yeah that's a very good point though <laughs> and i think that time 
mm-hmm. plays a big factor and even films that were considered great at yes, the time for sure yeah so okay so what is the film that means the most to you not because the film itself is any good but because of the experience around that film so i don't know about meaning the most but the most of everything but again movies aren't like um we didn't surround a lot of experiences around movies, but one that sticks out to me is um, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yes. Is that the second Austin Powers movie? I have no idea. It came out in 1999. Okay. So it was Brandon and I's first date oh, ever. Oh, yeah. That's a good so, uh, That's a good moment in yes. time to have so a movie. So why that movie, I don't even know. It was funny. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But that was our very first official date ever. So Wow. Yeah. I like that, though. That's a yeah. good... That's a good thing to have, you know, memorialized yeah, in film. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. I feel like we should watch it, you know, like, we've been together for, so it was 1999 and it's mm-hmm. 2021, so mm-hmm. we've been together for a long freaking time, um, but I feel like one of our anniversaries, we should, like, put it in I and watch it. I am very it. worried about how that will go. <laughs> I'm afraid that you will be just like, this what is ridiculous. The, yeah. No, I think we need to do it. But, but I yes. don't think it'll make you question your relationship. <laughs> no. It'll just make you wonder why wonder you thought it was taste. a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Question our taste. But yeah, so that one did have some significance in my life in terms of I recall that because of that experience. Yeah. So. You know, I have to say this because it like <laughs> it just shot out into my brain when you said it earlier. And I deeply regret not saying it for <laughs> this answer when we talked. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, it is far probably much more significant to me over time than Mm -hmm. my answer which was going to marvel movies with my friend Mm -hmm. was the thing that i have like experience around sure yeah uh but you mentioned my girl Mm -hmm. earlier as something sad or potentially sad but that makes people cry and uh i remember when i watched my girl i was watching it with my dad Mm -hmm. we were at my house it was when i was growing up yeah and i must have been I don't know, 10, 11, 12, sure. a young yeah. girl. Young. Yeah. And we watched the movie, and at one point in the film, she gets her period. Oh, yeah. And we're watching the movie, and my dad looks at me. So I maybe was skewed toward the younger side. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me, and he goes, after the movie, we have to talk about something. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, okay dude. whatever. <laughs> So we watched the rest of the movie, and then after the movie, he got this, like, I had this art easel thing with, like, a dry erase side on it, and he drew a picture of what I would like to call the Texas Longhorns logo, but it's actually (laughs) a woman's uterus, (laughs) and then goes to scientifically explain... The women's reproductive organ <laughs> and exactly what happens to women when they oh, ovulate. Oh, this should be your answer to this. Yeah, I know. Sure. This is why I had to do this. Normally, I would never <laughs> yeah, no, no. jump that in definitely, on your interview. Definitely. But when you said my girl earlier, I just looked down and I was like, yup, that is the answer to this question. I answered it wrong. That was wrong. I have to fix this. I made notes when we met, when you interviewed me. I will go back into my doc and I will change this answer so that if I am ever asked this question again, I remember what the the right answer answer is. 
that but, that is definitely yes yeah the experience. so if i had to name a film <laughs> that had an experience around it yes. i would probably name the film that made my father traumatically explain <laughs> periods to me as a let's say 10 year old oh my gosh yeah, no, I can't. I've never right. seen that movie since. I will never watch that movie. <laughs> That's again. a traumatic I will experience. Not yeah, watch it. no, I uh, I can. I don't understand think he has that. any idea that 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 was that actually I feel traumatizing. That way. And he, I know he used to listen, always listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he still listens to every episode. Yes. But if, but he, if he gets does. to this one, he's going to be like, really? I didn't think it was a big deal. Well, because it's scientific, technically. It's, and, it's and, all biology. And that was totally the angle. Yep. It no, was I not get it. like yeah. you're becoming a woman. But at 10, you're like, what? He didn't He didn't talk about sex. Yeah. It wasn't really it was that. It was just, just here is a scientific is explanation for what's going to happen to your body. All right. And I was just like. Whoa, man. (laughs) All right. Well, fantastic. Yes. So thank you, Dad. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. (laughs) What is the film that you most relate to? So funny answer first, and then I guess. So I was thinking like, well, so all of us right now can relate to somewhere in between The Truman Show and Idiocracy. Uh, yeah. Put them together, and that's our life. I get a really, right I get now. really scared about idiocracy right? and yeah. how elements of that. Like, I get really. I nervous. feel like there's elements of those two movies somewhere combined, and that's what we're living right now. Mm. So relatable on a big picture level, on a smaller level, or just like a personal personal level. Right now, lately, I've been super stressed with work and life and kids and everything. And so a movie popped on the other day, and it's Couples Retreat, which is a funny movie. I know that movie. And I feel like right now, me and my husband are Malin Ackerman and Vince Vaughn. Like, we (gasps) love each other, but we are living completely separate lives, just kind of intertwined. We're just roommates. Right? And But, like, we still, like, they wind up happily. You know, everything works out. Mm -hmm. They just need some time away. Yeah. And I feel like that piece of it, like, I just need a break. We need some time together. We need some time away from work and kids and stress. That is what I feel right now. So that movie, to me, is relating to my life at the moment. I think if you give Couples Retreat a minute of your time, you kind of realize that if you're in a relationship, you can relate to that movie on some level. And you're in one of those groups. Like, either you're completely unhappy and just need to move on with your lives... Or, like, you need to find the right person, or you just need time yeah. to focus on each other. And and you're in the, we need yes. time to focus on each other Like, stage. we don't hate each other. We're not in the, like, <laughs> we're trying to get divorced and, like, you know, meet other people. We're literally just on the, we're both so stressed with our lives, we need a break. Like, yeah. from, from that. So, right now, I feel like I relate to couples retreats. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Like I said, I think, uh, you know, almost anyone could give that answer that's in a relationship. Right? Everybody right now. So maybe it's not even that I can relate to the movie. Maybe I just need a couple's retreat. Uh, Yeah. But that makes it a good answer. Because you're not wrong, friend. Right? Right? Yeah. So what is the film that has the best opening sequence? Or opening? So... I feel like I have a. I feel like I could answer like a million of movies to some of these. I, so I have to like. Yep. 
I feel that way about this question, too. So one of my favorites was one of your favorite movies in Goodfellas. The beginning of Goodfellas where Ray Liotta is like driving the car down the dark alley in the air, a thump from the trunk. And he's Uh like, I always wanted to be a gangster or whatever, something to that effect. And like that to me is such a great opening to like the rest of the movie. That's good. Um, That's good. So I like that one. A movie that I don't know if a lot of people have seen, Memento. Have you seen Memento? Yes. So a the beginning of ago. that, where like it's a Polaroid picture, but it's going backwards in terms, yeah. like it's just super cinematic and cool, yes. and like he has retrograde amnesia, and so like it goes with the story, but it's just a cool visual. Mm-hmm. So like that's just a very small opening scene with just that visual, and Goodfellas is like funny and like that, but so those two kind of popped into my head as the beginning. I mean, there's others too, like. Um, which I haven't seen some of these movies. Now that I've like been thinking about this, I'm like, I have to go back and watch all these movies because it's been years since I've seen them. But another one I really like is Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. because the beginning of the movie is them just literally sitting in a diner talking about nothing. They're just right. BSing. I know. Like they're talking about like Madonna or something well, like that. Well, even like Pulp Fiction, for <laughs> yeah, example. They all, like all the Tarantino flicks kind of just a little start. Bit of a... Yeah. With that, like, you're start. just meeting, like, the characters. It has nothing to do with the rest of the story, literally at all. But you're just, like, hanging out in the diner. And that's where it starts. Yeah. You meet Mr. Pink and Mr. You know, like. Yeah. So, again, I haven't seen that movie in forever. But I do recall, Me like, neither. the beginning of it. So, but I really, I think Goodfellas is the, to- the top of my list. That's good. So, also a, just a solid movie overall. Yeah. So, what has the best closing, then? So I had to think about this. I really like the end of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. That's where, good choice. <laughs> right? Like on the beach after he escapes good. from prison and then Morgan Freeman gets paroled and he goes and he digs for the note that says meet me here and mm-hmm. they have their reunion and that one, I just like that one. That's pretty it just beautiful. makes me like just happy you know so i like that one um the honorable mention goes to the usual suspects with kevin spacey oh i feel like the category for this would be like most unexpected ending yeah like that to me not necessarily best or satisfying like maybe who who, who did you expect to be kaiser sose i know right so like to me all of the characters in the film right so that was another one that i was like this is this is a great ending so yeah (laughs) maybe we'll add a Brett needs to add a category of, you know, most satisfying or unexpected ending. Oh, I like that. Most satisfying or mm-hmm. unexpected ending. I like it. That's good. I'm right? going to send him a... Yeah. i got to write that down. <laughs> Here, let me grab this. Yep. <laughs> most satisfying. Yeah. So what is the sexiest film you've ever seen, Lauren? So I don't even like this film, but this when, when we talked about sexiest film, the scene that came into my mind was from Eyes Wide Shut. It wasn't a great movie. I didn't particularly like the movie. But there was the one scene that was essentially a big, weird, underground orgy of people in robes watching other people have sex in the middle of a room in a basement. Like, And so to me, it was literally like a porno, but it was just an actual movie. Right. So, like, it was... We were younger, and, like, it was kind of shocking and at the same time like sexy because it was just it was sex but it was surprising like i don't i'm not saying i liked that movie because i really 
I feel like that scene detracted from the rest of the plot because you were so, like, shocked by what you saw Mm -hmm. that, like, you didn't necessarily follow the rest of, like, you know, what goes on next. Um, But that stuck out to me in my head as, I guess, the sexiest film that I've seen. Sure, sure. So what film did you find sexy that you probably shouldn't have? So playing off of like the young adult movies, since you picked Twilight. Um... Oh, thank you for bringing that up. I'm so glad that you actually said what I picked. So this is just as bad. So I. Yes. I like totally have a soft spot for the um, the guys acapella group from Pitch Perfect. Movies. <laughs> I literally like I love a guy who can sing and dance and play an instrument like that to me doesn't matter what you look like but those things like are just unusually sexy to me for some reason if you can sing and dance like you know i find it attractive i hate to admit it but you are not wrong right man (laughs) i mean you are not wrong at all what is it about a man i I don't know it just is acapella yeah i i really like and they're like in college so it's only you know like way too young but regardless i'm sure the actual actors are older Um, but i just i really love that like i just it's in uh, you know any other movies too like but if you can sing and dance and those type of things like it just really is it it is appealing to me whether it should be or not but it is so i'll own that (laughs) that's fantastic i support your decision all right and your choice yes So what is objectively the greatest film of all time? You already said Goodfellas for something yeah. else. I'm afraid you're going to have to pick something else. I'm going to go with Schindler's List. Ooh, wow. That is a serious choice. It, it is. It is. But it's just an incredible movie. I mean, even yeah. just the title is literally just the list of the over a thousand people he saved. Like, yeah. you know, from concentration camps. Like, it's just a crazy, really good like it's just a good movie like even the end of the movie like you just get a feel like they showed like how many even descendants of the people he saved and like you know i think this it's been it's been years since i've seen it so i'm not remembering all of the details correctly i'm sure but um you know it's just it's sad like he he flees even after hitler loses the war because he feels like he couldn't do enough and you know all of the jews that he saved are like you're not a criminal in our eyes but so him and his wife flee and at the end of the movie they're all putting flowers on his grave like it's just a very moving oh absolutely film to me so absolutely. that one is that's what i my pick for arguably objectively yes. the greatest i so. i think a lot of people would agree with that I feel I like be hard I feel to like other people that. could support. I feel like you can't really just pick one. Like there's so many films, but it's got to be in the top. Like absolutely for absolutely. most people. And I think you're right. I mean, objectively greatest. There isn't really one right answer to that question no, no, because definitely not. because there's so many elements that go into a fantastic mm-hmm. film. Yes. And some nothing has all of them. No. Nothing has every yeah. single element. Except for Goodfellas. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love Goodfellas, don't get me no, wrong. No, I know. I but just... <laughs> like and also they're different genres. Like you how do you compare Goodfellas and Schindler's list? Like you they're so I mean you it's know impossible. so like in the in the group of movies that they're in, they're great, you know? You can't compare all movies to each other. Exactly. But, yeah. Exactly. So that's that's on my list. So what's your favorite film? 
So this is like nobody else's favorite film. La La Land is my oh, favorite really? film. Oh, yes. really? Wow. And I don't like, it's a musical. It's got singing and dancing. I love the music. We actually just went to see John Legend in concert like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, but I love the story too. I love the ending. And people either love the ending or, or hate, hate the ending. Yeah. And I love the ending. Okay. So I love that things didn't work out how they originally planned or how they originally thought. And everything still works out in the end. It's just different. Sure. Like things happen for a reason. And, you know, it's just to me, it's not that it's not a happy ending because it is. You know, they're both happy. They just went their separate ways. Sure. Yeah. So I really like that movie. And I, like, I watch it periodically. Like, I'll put it in. If I'm doing something else, I'll definitely just sit and I'll put that movie in. Sure. But I, I, it's definitely one of my favorite movies. Cool. Yeah. That's good. So. But you're totally right about the ending. There are people are People love it and people hate it. Yeah. 100%. And I know that, like other people, when it first came out, they're like, I hated that movie. And I'm like, I actually loved that movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we funny. can agree to disagree, right? but I don't agree with you. You're wrong. <laughs> mm, yeah. We disagree, but it's because you're wrong and I'm right. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm, that's what I'm telling you right now. Yes. <laughs> so what film have you or could you watch the most over and over again? So I, I took these as kind of two separate questions. So like have as a child... I totally watched a movie that I shouldn't have been watching as a child over and over and over again. Like, I've seen Dirty Dancing probably, like, 3,072 times. As a child? Yeah. I mean, it came out when we were young. Like, I watched that for, like, sleepovers with, like, my cousin. Like, we would watch it all the time. I mean, it's got schmishmorshin in it. It's got all kinds of things (laughs) in it. Like, it's not an appropriate movie for a kid. No. That's just one of the things in it. I have two copies of it. And I have... No, three. I have one vhs still somewhere in my crawl space and it on dvd when it finally came out like my mom bought it for me or something when dvds became a thing but i think i still have the vhs tape of that somewhere nice yeah so i watched that way too much and it was definitely inappropriate and but the thing is like i didn't know it was inappropriate because i didn't understand the context isn't that funny i think that about you know like we've had conversations about our kids watching the marvel films and how some of the Marvel films are PG-13 films. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that appropriate for a seven, eight, yeah. nine-year-old to see a PG-13 film? And I, I think many would argue that it is not. Mm-hmm. And I think that on occasion, yeah. you watch a film when you're young or you show somebody young a film and some of the things that maybe they're not emotionally prepared for they don't really they go over their notice. Head. Yeah, I, that's exactly like I didn't realize most of the plot lines in that movie till I was much older. I sure. just like that they took dance lessons and they sang and they were at some resort and they carried watermelons and like and they it's fell just, in love. Yeah, and they played in the water and like you know I didn't realize the major like actual significant issues that were in the movie until I knew that those issues even existed. So when I was younger, it was just a movie. Like it was literally just singing and dancing and having fun on vacation. Um, So just very, very different. So that's a movie when I was younger, Uh, again, maybe a different category. What movie should you not have watched as a child? Um, (laughs) But that (laughs) was something. Should you not have seen so many times, but that was a movie that I watched over and over and over again. Um, 
what movies now nowadays like i just mostly watch children's movies or whatever Uh movies my children are willing to watch and i know you've brought this movie up before but into the spider-verse i could watch like every day i don't care like i could probably watch a thousand times and i could continue watching it like a million times daily great story really enjoy it fantastic like visually the the soundtrack's great like all everything about it i just enjoy totally checks all the boxes so that's recurrently something that i could watch over and over again with with no complaints at all so i 100 yeah. agree and it was definitely on the short list for me for that yeah question i think i actually have to replace the dvd that we have because it's scratched so much from playing it oh over my and goodness over again. that's fantastic so though. yeah so i need to work on that <laughs> so what's the worst film you've ever seen you picked you you stole summer of sam from me so um well you know it's a good choice (laughs) so so biodome do you remember biodome oh i remember it yes yeah worst movie ever like horrible movie yeah literally it was supposed to be a comedy it wasn't funny funny. it wasn't anything it was two loser guys Polly shore Polly Shore, I don't even know what he's doing nowadays. Um, but like they went to look for a bathroom and get stuck in a dome. Like it's just the whole plot line and the conversation and like it's just it's not good. It's not. Like, I think that films that try to convince you of some sort of event and yeah. do a bad job of doing that make it really hard for you to enjoy it. So yeah. like you you just can't get on board with this premise at all. And they, they just also like I feel like sometimes the characters are hard to like, like often you want to like root for a character, you know? Yeah. And like, sometimes it's just like, if you don't have that connection to what you're watching and the dialogue is dumb, like it's just right. like there needs to be a redeeming quality. And like, if you're missing one of these things, fine. But if you're missing all of these things, there's no coming back from that. Like, Absolutely. I and I, it's, it's yeah. not funny enough to carry the film. Right. It's not like their stand-up there is good enough to, yeah. like, to make it enjoyable. It's so not that... like Son-in-Law. Remember Son-in-Law? <laughs> yes, that I do. That movie yeah. is great. Yeah, it it's wasn't... funny. The story is good. Yeah, but it's also comedy. Like, you're yeah. laughing, you know? And Biodome wasn't... I hate Dumb and Dumber, which a lot of people love. Not... I can't stand that nah, freaking I'm movie. Not really... I can't I do can't... it. Like... It annoys the crap out of me. They just, I, but so many people like it. I'm just not one. But Biodome was was just bad. Just overall, it was just bad. <laughs> so that was my pick. That's not a terrible choice yeah. for a terrible <laughs> so, question. It's definitely not a, a not a good movie. So what's the funniest movie you've ever well, seen? Again, though? you stole my answer. So Super, Super Troopers, which I'm going to repeat because it is the funniest movie. Yeah, like I just know. it's okay. hands down. I have no problem yeah. with that. Yeah. And then I was thinking Office Space, which I really like, oh. um, and it was good. But then I thought back to like what movies did I really like? Kind of crack up, and one came to mind that's old. Um, and I don't know if most people have seen it and it's analyze this yes. Billy Crystal and, and Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro as yes. the psychiatrist and mob boss. Yes. That movie cracked me up. Like I just, I, I laughed the whole time. So I oh really gosh, enjoyed I that, movie. that movie. It was such a funny movie and it wasn't like slapstick comedy. It was just funny and their relationship was funny and i love billy crystal first of all like yeah. he just makes me laugh anyways and robert de niro who's sometimes supposed to not be funny is funny all the time right. like that so that combination to me is just like it's perfect so i i that was <laughs> I one of that. the funniest movies that 
I think people totally forgot about, and I did. I mean, so thank you for resurrecting <laughs> right? that. That it's is a just great movie. <laughs> I gotta write that down so that I can right? remember to watch it again. I was going through these, and I'm like, literally thinking like, there's and there's like a whole list of like honorable mention movies that I'm like, I haven't seen that movie in 15 years. I, I need to watch that again. Right? Like, so, but yeah, the, actually, the funniest film question was something that I really struggled with, like. Telling myself, I don't want to forget to name the funniest yes. movie I've ever seen. Because right. even if it isn't the most memorable mm-hmm. film, like well, for me, Super Troopers well, would be we memorably have a, funny. Exactly. It is. It is memorably funny. It was a group. It, we, it was yes. another experience. But there's, and there's, I'm sure there's another movie because Brian and I were literally just saying like, we watched a movie somewhat recently and couldn't stop laughing. And the fact that neither of us remember what that movie title was just shows that we need a couple's retreat. But, (laughs) like, so it's going to come to me at some point. But until then, Robert De Niro, Billy Crystal. That's what I'm going with. (laughs) I think that's a good call. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We're coming up on the end. We've learned a lot about you. We've walked through my wake. Yeah. (laughs) We're getting ready to put you in the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm standing next to your coffin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got killed in a train accident. So, <laughs> yes. like, it's pretty messed up what's happening mm-hmm. here. There's just, like, parts yeah. in there. Yeah. Probably just an urn. We'll just put an urn somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah. In, in that respect, yeah. I mean, then <laughs> what I'm about to say becomes even more challenging. You really, there's no room for anything for you to take with you, you know? Ooh, and if you go, you're going to go to the other side here and you get to take, you get to bring one movie, one mm-hmm. DVD with you. And when you get to the other side, every night is movie night. And one night it's your turn to share a film. What are we sharing? What are you going to share with everybody else that's there with you? Yet another movie that I'm not sure if people have seen. Secondhand Lions. Secondhand Robert Lions. Robert Duvall, Michael Caine. Old movie. Older. Not old, old. Like when we were, you know, teenagers probably. Okay. Um, they actually die in a plane crash, but they're flying the plane and they run into their barn. So appropriate, I feel like. Um, wow. But it's a feel good story so it's about a kid who gets dumped with his two great uncles who are these guys who are like old men who don't like visitors they're super just curmudgeons like they sit on their farm and don't talk to people and the whole movie is just like the kid getting them to like open up and be alive and them teaching the kid all about life lessons and telling stories of when they were younger and they're all these like far-fetched stories about being in Egypt and going on all these adventures and like all these crazy things and so like the kid is very timid and shy and doesn't like when he gets there he like doesn't talk much doesn't say anything and he like really opens up from them and they like just become more alive they're old men but you know they're flying their planes into the barn and like now they're actually living a life and so they both like help each other in different ways um and it turns out the end of the story like all of the crazy adventures that the great uncles told them are actually true and like they 
he learns from like a friend from the past after they pass away like they were all true stories and uh. so it's like a happy ending even though they pass away but like they're like 90 something flying a plane you know like and they it's just a really feel good Nice. Really good movie. My dad used to watch it all the time. Um, so when we would watch it and it just, I could watch it over and over again. It was just like a, just a happy movie. So secondhand lions. Secondhand lions. And it's lions. not something that a lot of people have probably seen. So. No, I have not seen it. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think that for me, that that's the attitude with the answer is mm-hmm. that you want to show people a film that you think they're going to appreciate that they maybe wouldn't otherwise. Yeah, that they probably haven't seen or yeah. wouldn't pick, you know. Absolutely. It's like two old guys on like a porch with a kid. Like, the you know, if you mm-hmm. look at the cover of it, it's not anything that you would... You know, so they get a lion, like a baby lion, as like a pet, and then they wind up like raising the lion. They were gonna shoot it because they were going on like to, they got it to like hunt, and the boy was like, "No, you can't kill it." Oh, so hence the lion. It's a secondhand lion. They bought it from somewhere, and I think it, like it didn't run or something. You know, so they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't use it at, for sport because it was broken. Um, it's wow. been a few years since I've seen the movie, but. It's it's just it's it's really good, you know. Um he brings the little boy kind of bring brings life back into them and they help him grow to be a better person. So it's a it's just a good story. Yeah. So good. there you That's go. Great. That's in my coffin. I yeah, or your urn. I guess We're gonna, or just the just pile of us. rubble that it's I threw streaming on the ground in, in it's France. It's streaming there somewhere, yeah. You'll yeah. find it. It'll be fine. That's cool. <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure something out. I'll make sure that makes it in if, if that day should ever Fantastic. arrive. Hopefully not. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully I die before you and I don't have to suffer your loss. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> totally I- ironic or morbid, but like my one, one of my best friends, we totally already know what we're doing for her funeral when she dies. I mean, she's like 38 years old, but or 37, whatever. Um, but like what flowers, what music we're playing, blow up dinosaurs going to be walking around the wake. Uh, we've been joking for years. We have to find the right urn. So like when we go to like an antique store and we find like some weird teapot thing, like I always send a picture of it to her and be like, is this the right urn? <laughs> so <laughs> We're weird, but no, I yeah. like that though. So yeah, That's so good. we're still on the search for the perfect urn. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. <laughs> so when she dies, we'll have, we'll have the urn. You'll have that set. Exactly. That would be already we'll be in motion. All set. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. So. Well, let me just right. say, I'm, I almost finished Good. my drink Fantastic. in the span of time that we had this lovely chat, and I learned things about you. Right? I even learned about movies that I didn't know you yeah. had seen that I haven't seen. See, I that's made what a little list fun. of of you know a to do list. Yeah, I did the same will. thing. This Great. that's what's always interesting about things like this is you you think plus you think back and reflect on movies you've seen like there's a handful of movies that I'm like where can I fit them in this list and they just didn't but they're still fantastic movies A Bronx Tale is one of my favorite movies oh yeah I don't know where I would put that in here but like it's a great movie you know oh, I like, totally get it I mean you ton. said Into the Spider-Verse yeah. and, and I didn't put that in anywhere mm-hmm. on my list and I absolutely love that yeah, film there's so many good movies out there that like you know, and I don't even like movies that much. Like, movies were not a huge part of my childhood, and they're even really not now, other than, like, we've seen all the Marvel movies. But, like, 
other than that, I literally, my husband and I have this conversation regularly. They'll be like, how have you not seen that movie? Oh, I just, I just didn't. Like, my <laughs> husband does that with me with music videos. So like oh. when they were mm-hmm. in college and even when he was in high yeah. school, they would just have like MTV. They would literally just have it on all the time. On. Yeah. Constantly. And so music videos were always on. Yeah. Back when they had music videos. I was just going to say that. And, uh. I didn't have that experience, so every once in a while, and this, well, saying every once in a while is almost not accurate. More often than I would expect, <laughs> my husband will be like, oh yeah, do you remember the music video for this song? And I'm like, just like, nope. no, I don't. Yeah. And he'll be like, you know, they're walking through the street, and the two guys <laughs> are running away from somebody, and I'm just like, still no. No, yeah. I said I didn't. <laughs> and then what I started with, when you asked the question, so I obviously, you can try to Still jog know. my memory, yeah. but I 100% know I haven't seen the video. <laughs> so. Yeah. So sorry, buddy, but no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so. he does all that right. with me all the time. <laughs> Occasionally he does it with movies, but I think both he and I have a pretty balanced movie experience level. He's probably seen more horror flicks than me, but uh, well, otherwise. Yeah. But that's the thing for him, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, this was fun. This was great. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm glad thanks. that we got to go through our movie list together. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week. Back on track. We'll be back to beer instead of uh, hard liquor. Yeah. For now. For, for now. good and for bad. You yeah. know, I mean, hard liquor has its place in our we lives. Will, we will take a break for with spirits every now and again. So. I think that's great. Yep. I think that does what I needed to do. Fantastic. All right. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. 